Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Our teens need more support and encouragement than ever before. We need to show them that there are so many accomplishments in their lives that are just waiting to be discovered. This is the Dr. Stem Show with Dr. Stem Malatini. We want teens today to feel valued in their schools, homes, and in the community. The Dr. Stem Show will give the voiceless a voice and the hopeless hope. Now, here is Dr. Stem. Another moment, another opportunity to motivate and inspire you. And today, it's actually a really inspirational and motivational show. And I'll show you how. Today, we're having a special way of starting this show because we have a special guest. Dr. Bruce, Dr. James Edward Bruce Sr. is with us. Hi, Dr. Bruce. Good afternoon. How are you, Dr. Stem? I'm good, I'm good. And you know what, before I even introduce you and describe who you are on your bio, I'm going to ask you to sing a song that is related to our topic today, which is your book, Life is Like Climbing a Mountain. Right. Life is like climbing a mountain. There are peaks and hills and valleys. There's no hill too high to climb, no valley too low to find. If you believe, you will achieve your life's mountain. Even before you start your journey, you must believe you can achieve your dreams, your goals, and aspirations. That they will be within your reach. If you believe, you will achieve your life's mountain. Your vision, your faith, and determination will be what keeps you on the path. So don't doubt, don't fret, and don't fear. Your destination, you must see yourself. Already there. If you believe, you will achieve your life's mountain. If you believe, you will achieve your life's mountain. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If it was in a live audience, I know everyone would be up, standing up. There are so many things that are in that song, Doc, and I cannot wait for us to start discussing life is like climbing a mountain. Because what we are talking about in this show is about teenagers, their parents, as well as those people that work with them in the community. So people might wonder, well, why are we talking about life is like climbing a mountain? We are talking about it because in the song it says it's like 
Life is like climbing a mountain because there are peaks, hills, and valleys. If you believe, you will achieve your life mountains because we believe that there will be mountains that the parents as well as the teenagers will have to climb and overcome. Today's segment, Dr. Bruce is coming to us to inform, educate, inspire, as well as motivate all of us that are listening as well as me, your host, Dr. Stem Malatini, on what it is that the parents and the teenagers will need to do about their mountains. Let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Bruce because it's a bio that I kept reading and reading this week because it, it is so full of um, achievements, I, I might say, and experience in it. Dr. Bruce's bio goes like this. According to many accounts, Dr. James Edward Bruce Sr. is a Renaissance man. He's multi-talented, multi-skilled, multinational, multilingual, multifaceted, and multitasking. I'm even getting it tongue-tied with all those multis, multis, multis. Well, Dr. Bruce, in addition to that multi, we're going to add a multi-platinum for that song because it will go multi-platinum when you start putting it on record. Dr. Bruce is also a man that wears many hats, and he has many irons in the fire, yet he's very, very accomplished man. As an entrepreneur for 30 years, and now an educator, a business consultant, a motivational expert, Dr. Bruce is focused on determined and determined to inform and educate people throughout the whole world. He's a native Bostonian, right here in the Boston area in Massachusetts, whose footprints can be found in more than 60 countries. He has noticed that all people can identify with physical mountains and all people have personal goals, dreams and aspirations, although articulating them might sometimes be a challenge. So talking about those dreams and goals and aspirations that you as a parent might have or your teenagers might have, that's the challenge that he's here to talk to us about uh, today. Hello once again, Dr. Bruce. Yeah, I am so excited about being here because I love mountains. Mountains represent uh, a journey and a, yes. a challenge. And then once we reach, reach the top of a mountain or whatever peak we choose, mm-hmm. we feel successful. You know, one of the things that I, I wanted the audience to also know about you, you are a father as well of uh, teenagers, right? That is correct, of three children. How, how old are your children? My youngest uh, son just turned 18. Mm. I have a daughter that's 22, and I have a son that's 24. How old is the other one? 24. 24. Excellent. So that means you have recently gone through those teenage years with the 18, 22, and 24 years, so you have a lot of rich information to share as well as the mountains that some of the parents as well as the teenagers that are listening today will encounter. Absolutely, and certainly raising children. Uh, there are peaks and hills and valleys in that process and that experience. Yeah. So this book, because I know it's also a book, Life is Climbing a Mountain. Could you explain what you meant by the title and how did you come up with such a title? Well, Life is Life Climbing a Mountain. When I think of mountains, um, you think of challenges. You think of a journey. You think of a goal or a dream or something that you want to achieve. And I pick mountains because it's something that, uh, regardless of where we live in the world, there are mountains. And there's such a variety of mountains. Again, it doesn't matter where you live. 
you can, a person can identify with a mountain. So if you live in the uh, in in Alaska, let's say for example, you'll see the yes. snow mountain. If you live in Colorado, you see uh, snow mountains. If you live in in Arizona, you may see some dirt mountains, a rock mountain. So no matter where we live, we can identify with mountains. So I picked that so that we can, as a visual type person that I am, I, I said let me pick something that people can identify with um, and understand. But I, I made the transition from a, a physical or uh, a literal mountain to the challenges that we approach every day in our life. So whatever you're, we set goals, we set dreams, we have uh, you know, uh, achievements that we want to reach, and um, we, we focus on that. So in this book, it talks about, it shows like a strategic way of how to reach those goals. Mm. Now, you know, because I, I do have some teenagers that are listening in today as well. Could you say that sometimes dealing with these adults in their lives could be mountains as well, and as well as the parents? Absolutely, because, again, if we refer to, if we think about mountains as a challenge or a journey or mm-hmm. a path, then you can uh, really understand that. Even as a teenager, they may have goals. They say, well, I want to finish high school so that I can go to college or get a really good job. So that becomes a mountain. And in, it's, in that process, we have to understand what's needed, the tool, the path that we need to journey, uh, travel, or the resources or the people, the support that we need to, uh, to make that successful. So if, yeah. for a teenager, if you say your goal is to graduate high school, now you want to mm-hmm. study, you want to, uh, you know, focus and get the support from your parents and also your teachers and do what you need to do. Now, what inspired you to write about mountains there? The mountains, again, I'm thinking historically, when you uh, think about all of our past world leaders, yeah. they either literally went to a mountain or they referred to a mountain. And if you take it from biblically, um, Abraham, Jesus, Moses, and even in our time, you have Martin Luther King uh, Jr. who referred to, he said, I've seen, I've been to the mountaintop. And that represented accomplishment. That represented his experience, that journey. And yeah. making those connections. And um, once people, quote-unquote, see that mountain and have reached that mountain, they, again, feel a sense of achievement. I can remember uh, sometimes our, uh, my great-grandparents used to refer to the mountain. They say, well, we're climbing up the mountain. And I'm, as a child, I couldn't understand it. I'm thinking, what mountain are they talking about? But yeah. then, then they're talking about that, that spiritual, that, that literal, that uh, figurative mountain about that journey in that path that they travel. It's interesting you say that because I was thinking, um, you know, this week I was moving from the place where I live and it's so much hassle trying to put together everything and moving and, you know, packing everything to a new place. And I thought, oh, my Lord, you know, here's another challenge again. But then as I was thinking about this week's topic, I thought, you know what, this is another mountain that a lot of people might say, well, I don't feel like moving by the time that I do all that hard work and everything. It's too much work, and yet it's a mountain that once you climb it, you're taking another step towards change. You know, mentally, it's it's a big change that once you start to tackle it, you'll be able to, to do it, even though it, it seems like a huge mountain when you're starting to do that project. That is absolutely correct. And um, as I referred to in the song, that <laughs> when you set your mountain, you have to see yourself already there. So, Dr. Sam, I imagine you... In the process of moving, after you look at the new place that you're going to, 
you've already seen yourself, already sitting, relaxed, everything in place, and you're just relaxing, you know, listening to music, but you saw yourself already there. Oh, I was starting to sing already before before I even got to the new place. I was singing and and just dancing and you know, imagining what new stuff they are awaiting me from that place, from that new place yes. for so, this so year. I, so it, it made it much easier to do mm, it. <laughs> yes. So, so I say to the to the younger people, the teenagers listening, when you set your you set your goals, your dreams, you have to see yourself walking across that stage, receiving that diploma. You have to see yourself on that job on your first day. And that helps. That's part of that faith. That's part of that determination that that will bring you there to where you are uh, uh, intending to go. You're very right. I, I, you know what? I'm glad that you pointed that out. That you know, for those teenagers that are listening in, what you have to do is to envision yourself and start to see yourself exactly wearing that gown, graduating, going to that nice college that you want to, getting that degree, having a good job or a business, whatever it is that you want. But the other thing, Doc, I think you agree with me, the parents also have to see these kids in a positive light where they will, you know, envision their kids doing well. They will also see their kid graduating and they will see their kid so that that's talked about all the time to say, you know what, I see you doing so well. I even see you graduating. I see you having your own business. I see you having a good job because you are a good teenager. Yes. And Dr. Stem, I really uh, love your platform. You, you talk all the time about action speaks louder than words. Thank you. And yes. Sure. And, and this is what we as parents need to do. We need to be that example, that role model, so they can look and say, well, you, you're doing it, so I can do it, or you yes. did it, so I can do it, and this is to encourage them, and uh, not just say, oh, you need to go this, and don't do it, so they, it has to be complimentary, have to support each other, and uh, reflect on that experience. And I think that's what you and me do very well because then we both work with teenagers um, in our professions because then part of it is they want to look at you and they say, okay, you're telling me to be able to do, you know, schoolwork, to graduate, what have you got? You ain't, you ain't got nothing. That's what most of them will say. But then looking at us and the way that we continue to work hard, even if, you know, after we get our PhDs, they will know that, you know what, we're not just blowing smoke. We are actually motivating them and inspiring them by action. That's correct. And, yeah. and also just to remind them and encourage them that along the journey, you will find peaks. And there's going to be hills and valleys. There will be times you say, wow, I'm almost there. And mm. you find out that, that you, you, we, we didn't quite pass the exam or the test. You may fail by two points or something. But then again, try. And if you vision yourself almost like climbing a real mountain, you will have some paths that where you have to walk around the trees or jump over rocks, or you may slip. You might slip on some wet leaves or something, and you find yourself falling down, but then you get up and you try again. You're right. You're right. I, you know, that always reminds me of, um, you know, when people that are getting licensed or people that are graduating, especially, I think it would be a good example to give the doctors, you know, the PhDs or the medical doctors, the ones that used to have lower grades and they had to redo their work again. Yeah. Most of the time, it's, you know, once the graduation comes, nobody says, well, did you get a 90% or did you get a 60%? Did you have to redo your paper? Everybody's a doctor. Am I right? That is absolutely right. <laughs> You know, that is absolutely, that's the same thing for lawyers. It, yes. Once a person is a lawyer, uh, you walk into court, they don't ask, did you go to Harvard or where did you go? It doesn't <laughs> matter. So when you reach that, doesn't 
matter how long you get to the mountain or reach that top or whatever level you choose, as long as you got there. And then just don't give up. You're right. You're right. And, and, and I think, you know what, what we'll do is let's get back into, since we're talking about motivation, yes. my question to you that I will have you answer when we come back from break is, does one need to actually climb a mountain to become motivated in this life since we're talking about life? Okay. And, and I was, you know, so because part of it is I know a lot of people are probably asking and going, well, okay, you know, sometimes the mountains are too high and sometimes it's slippery and, you know, it's too hard to be climbing. So do I really have to go through the difficulties that I have gone through? And, you know, that will help us to answer those questions. I thought maybe that would be something that we can discuss when we come back from this break. Okay. Oh, great. I'm excited about that. <laughs> Thanks, Zach. Sure. on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Have you ever felt that it's time to get out of the box? Why are you putting that project off? It's already there in your mind. What are you going to do today to change your life tomorrow? Listen for Live Your Life with Melissa Brown. Get ready to expand the capacity of your heart and mind. Move yourself beyond the mundane and get prepared to do what you've been called to do. There is no time like the present, and the whole world is waiting for you. Tune in Monday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you ready for real change in your life? Deep down inside you is a magnificent being just looking to break free. Tune in to Manifesting Abundance with Deborah Loran and Jim Del Vecchio. Most people need to make some minor adjustments in attitude and behavior to achieve alignment with their inner being. Jim and Deborah will help outline these changes and give you the steps you need to create some major improvements in your life. Listen for Manifesting Abundance Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to the Dr. Stem Show. To reach Dr. Stem or her guest, please call into the show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you prefer, you may send an email to drstemmalatini at yahoo.com. Now, back to this week's show. This week we are talking about life is like climbing a mountain, and we have the special guest who is also the author of the book, Life is Like Climbing a Mountain, Dr. James Edward Bruce Sr., Dr. Bruce, before we went on break, I was asking you to think about the question that people might be asking because we're talking about medic, uh, motivation. So I was thinking, what do, does one need to actually climb the mountain to go through all the difficulties that they might face in their life just because they have to get to the peak? Well, if you're talking about a, a physical, a literal mountain, the answer is no. You don't have to climb it, but... 
I climbed it. I climbed one in 2006, and I will tell you, it was a fun experience. I oh. climbed along with my uh, then 11-year-old son, and just for the two of us to bond, and we talked about we can experience something physical, something strenuous that we enjoyed, even just a sense of a physical and active um, emotion or an experience um, that was for us. We enjoyed um, having climbed that, look on top of the world down below us, and it was a really good experience. But to answer your question, no, no, you know, a person doesn't have to climb a, 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 a real, can you hear me? Yes, I can okay. hear you. A person doesn't have to climb an, an actual mountain. However, if, as I said earlier, is that if you look at a mountain as a challenge or a goal or a dream that, uh, or an aspiration that people may have, the mountain might be simply uh, to lose 10 pounds. And in that process, you have to see yourself already slim or uh, to where you want to be, and that becomes a mountain. So doing something physical. So just believing is not going to do it. <laughs> just believing you have to actually do something to it. Take steps. Make a plan. Follow the path. Look at the resources that you have available to you from you, and then look at the resources that's required. Look at the people who can help get you there. Look at the examples or role models that uh, have people have done it, and yes. um, that would all help get you to where you needed to go. Now, if you think back to the actual mountain, now climbing to the top may not be my. Uh, I'll use me as an example. I may not want to climb to the very top of the mountain. Mm -hmm. I might want to climb to just like half, and I will feel accomplished having done that. And um, yeah, as it relates to young people, they say, well, as a, as a teacher, I ask this question all the time to um, young people. I say, well, what do you want to be when you get older? Well, I want to play in the NBA or, or you know, the uh, basketball, professional football or whatever. And I'm looking at this. So that becomes your mountain. Now, what if you don't quite make it to the NBA? Exactly. Would you be satisfied just being on a team? Mm. You know? And some people say, well, I want, I want to work for this job. And I want to be CEO, and that will be their mountain, which is fine. Yes. Somebody said, well, I don't have to be the CEO. As long as I'm included within that company, that becomes their mountain. And it's fine. There are low mountains. There are high mountains. There's medium-level uh, mountains. So whatever mountain that you, a person, selects, and you're comfortable, that person's comfortable with that mountain, then that becomes the peak. You see, the peak doesn't always necessarily have to mean the very top. Be at the top. Yeah. You, you know what that reminds me of as well is, um, you know, when you're talking about um, climbing at the peak and not making getting to the top being being your peak is in, at school, because I work in the schools as well, I work in the high school. Yes. You have some students that say, well, I don't have to do homework, you know, because nobody else is doing homework. Mm -hmm. My thought is, wait a minute, you know, which is the same thing that you're talking about, that we're all going to climb our mountains separately, and each person will have theirs that they will have to face, and, you know, their obstacles, you know, the steps that they have to take. So if you want to graduate high school and you want to go to college, what if the next person doesn't even have that ambition to go to college and graduate high school? They're just coming in just to come in, and they don't want to do their homework. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, what happens is the reflection at the end when you get your grade report is, you know what, the ones that did the, uh, the homework will get credit for it. The ones that didn't do the homework, you, your grade is going to be lower than the person that was doing homework all the time. That's correct. 
And yeah. I, is a, I know the show is, uh, is I'm to speak to the parents and the teens, and, and this message I would have for, for the parents, as a parent, I think our role should be to support, to, to communicate with our children, find out what their what is their preferred path, what what they would like to become or do later in life. And that, again, becomes a mountain. And then we map out a journey and find, can I journey along with you to support you? And then, uh, then that transition or that journey becomes uh, easier for that uh, child. So you are saying the parents themselves have to figure out what it is that they want in life because that's their mountain. That dream that they want to be in life, that's their mountain. So they have to figure that out so that they can be supportive of what their child, which is the teenager or the youth, Yes. Mountain is. Is that what you're saying? I, I'm saying that, but I'm also adding to that is uh-huh. as parents, we, we, we shouldn't be confused as to whose dream it is. Oh. You know, sometimes parents may want to realize their dream through their children so that we, we, we sometimes tend to push our children. You can, you can do the best. You want, I want you to the top of the class. But for whatever reason, the child said, I don't want to be, I don't like that, all that attention. I'll just do what I need to do. I'll get good grades, but I don't want to be in the front of the line, and which is fine. Again, that, that should be fine for that child. And then the, the, the parent should, again, encourage that child to um, realize his or her dream and not the dream of the parent. You know, <laughs> talking about that, what is this, because I'm, I'm a foreigner in this country, what is this about getting an A that is so ingrained in every parent that the child should bring an A? I swear you would have a child that brings in a good report card that has probably B's and C's, mm-hmm. but because there's not one A in there, the parents get so upset because you didn't get an A, you're not working hard in school, but they passed. That's what it should matter, uh, that they pass. Because under, as a teacher, again, understanding that a lot of grades are assigned, uh, or some grades are assigned based on being subjective. Oh, what yeah. teacher, I like him because he's always helping, cleaning up the room, so I'm going to give him an A. But that's not a true reflection of his ability, right? Or mm. if you take a little, um, you know, let's say Michelle, who... Yeah. who uh, He's a, normally a really good student, gets, gets good grades, but that day of the test that made or, would make or break her, guess what? She goes into school, she's not feeling well. Well, she had a bad experience two days <laughs> before, and so she can't con- she's not able to concentrate, and so she flunks the test. Is that a true reflection of what Michelle's ability is? And so we have to be very, very careful about that. As parents, they may have had a bad teacher. They may have had a substitute that day. And who's taking over? Who doesn't know that child and giving that child a hard time, or the child maybe trying to give the substitute teacher a hard time, and it is a reflecting on reflection on that grade. So we have to be careful on that. So you are absolutely right. Um, it's nice to aim high, but it's okay as long as they make it through. I I, I can only envision. I can only see the parents out there that are hearing this for the first time and going, what, 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 what did you just all say that, you know, they are substitutes that do what? So you know what, Doc? 
I'm going to put that in my mind and write it down for myself that we're going to have to come back and talk about how these grading systems and how you can be supportive of your teenagers because my feeling is, you see, I, I started this show because I wanted to bridge that gap between the parents and the teenagers mm-hmm. because my feeling is some of the parents, you know, or the, the teens themselves, they don't understand how these processes work and what's important and not what what's not important, what battles that you can fight and what you don't need to be fighting with it's the student themselves, fighting those battles in school with the teachers, how that's going to impact your overall grade. Yes. And then how the, the parents, when they come into the school and they want to make a big deal out of something that was small, how that also can impact the child's grade. And, you know, so there's all these gray areas in there, but that's another topic for another day. <laughs> Going back to talking about climbing mountains. I know when I was browsing through your book and reading your book before the show uh, this week, I also noticed that you talked about physical mountains and talking about virtual mountains. So I want to make sure that um, the audience understand that term virtual mountains that you talked about. Okay. And, and again, the virtual mountains can be uh, getting married, going to college, uh, buying a house, getting a driver's license, and each of those, again, we call those mountains or, or goals or dreams or aspirations, things you want to achieve. And each of those uh, attainments, things you want to get, there is a process. One, you have to sort of think about the who, what, when, where, how, and why. You ask yourself, why do I want to buy a house? Why do I want to buy a house? And then, you, and then you also personalize it. Am I buying this house for me? Or am I buying a house for someone else? Or why am I going to college? And I say to the young people, why am I going to college? Am I going to college to be a doctor because my parents, this is what they want? Or am I going because this is my preferred path? Is this something that I want? And as you know, if a person is picking it because they want it, they, they're then motivated or they're, uh, you know, they have the energy to do it. But if they're doing it, oh, I'm going to college to be a doctor because my parents said this is what we need in our family or this is what everybody else in our family will keep this tradition going as, as doctors or lawyers or dentists, whatever the case is. And um, to understand that this should be the preferred path of, the, of each person, particularly the young people, and communicate that with the parents. And that the parents should feel that the goal of their child should be um, provided. You know, it, it, it makes sense, and um, and it should be the goal. It would be a shared goal. So do you think that some parents, maybe we might say that they are too ambitious? Is it, I mean, could that be a term? Or there's nothing, you know, being too ambitious. It's just a caring parent that wants the best for their child. I mean, how could we separate well, that? I, I think it, it, um, it, it is great, and I think it's, it's obvious that um, most parents want the best for their children. I'm going to assume that all parents want the best for their children. And But it, we have to be careful about the dream yes. that the parents have that it doesn't, and I put it in this way, it doesn't become a nightmare for the children, you know, and then that we were to help them to sit there. But part of um, in order to get there, you have to communicate. And say, okay, son, what do you want to do in life? What are your skill set? What, you know, what would you like to do? How can I best support you? And once we identify and, and determine, he, de- he or she determines what they want to do, right, 
then we begin building that path around that. We begin building, preparing those resources, uh, identifying what mountain that is. And again, going back and forth from the physical to the virtual. And again, the virtual, those things, those goals, those dreams that we set out to do. And finding out, again, why you want to go to college. What college will you go to? And how will you get there? And who are you going with? Are you going alone? And when will you go? When is a very important question because you can have all the answers to all the who, what, and how, and so forth. But if you don't say when, going back to your model about action, you have to take yes. action. When do you want to buy this house? When do you want to finish school? <laughs> and so that's uh, very, very important in terms of understanding. But there will be peaks and valleys and hills. I, I like that. I like I like the fact that you also talked about they have to be shared goals and shared values between the parents and the children. And what gets them to that is communication, good communication. Yes. So that word that says, because I'm the parent and I say it so, I am afraid and so sorry that sometimes and just sometimes that's not what's going to open that communication because you say it so because it just shuts them down and then okay if you say so then okay I'm not talking to you then right <laughs> that, that is true but but the, the path should be climbing a real mountain as I pointed out earlier it should yeah. be a lot of fun it should be set out to be a lot of fun yeah. and so that we can they can laugh and meet the challenges faced on so when, when they're faced with obstacles and, you know, issues, it's okay, fine. You're, in your, you're going into your second year of college, and the tuition has just gone up by $10,000. Now, we really don't have the money, so let's figure it out. Yes. And so then it's a shared path. And so when the child graduates, then they can say, well, we did this together. And that parent can then still share in that celebration, that accomplishment. And you know, the other reason why I, I think part of what motivates me to bring motivational speakers and authors like you is because I feel like if we take away some of that stress from the parents and they're at peace, some of these difficulties that we are reporting that we see might be eased if the parent is actually pursuing their own mountains and finding ways and means of getting over those mountains, which for most it's the bills, bills, bills. It's the job that they have. It's the relationship that they do have or don't have, yeah. you know, with their fathers because it's another segment, another time for those single parents that are raising their children with out the other spouse there and the relationship went sour when they went their separate ways so for the parents to separate those emotions you know that they yeah. have towards the father or the mother with the teenager that's part of those mountains that I think have to be looked at and seen how they'll overcome some of those that way they can separate the two absolutely and again that goes back to the um, why you ask yes. why. Why why is this child going to college? Or why why are you um, interested in working instead of going to college? And for that child, that particular child, college may not be for him or her. Again, that may it, not be the mountain. It's interesting you say that. Did you just say college might not be the best thing for the child to do? I, I, I would say that because what happens in, in um, mm. 
if that child doesn't have the, the tools or yes. the patience or the study skills or the focus or even life may present a situation where they have to work. They have to support the family. They have to, you know, be there to work. And so that that's fine. The, the, the goal really should be that they be productive and um, productive citizens. I think that is the ultimate goal. So whether they go to college, work, start a business, or whatever, it just be productive. That's quite interesting because I thought maybe I was the only crazy one that thought that way, you know, sometimes when I'm talking to the parents and talking to the, some of these children because then what happens is I always say college is not for everyone and especially today when it's so expensive, you do not want to just get a degree just because you have to have a degree Absolutely. because some people, they, you know, they're hands-on people and going to a technical college might be the best for them because then they go there, they get their computer degree, they get their mechanical engineering, and they start fixing cars or, you know, they're artists, you know, arts and, and they're in the arts and they can go there and do something in the arts, nursing. Uh, there are all kinds of professions that people can pursue before they can go to, to college. Because what happens is once you do that, you can always go back and get a degree because now you know exactly what it is that you want. Absolutely. And you can pay for yourself and your parents don't have to, you know, take all that burden of paying for something that you're not going to use. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, I, I know we have to take another quick break. This has been quite an, in, you know, an inspiration for me as well because then some of the, um, points that you're pointing out, I've thought about them, but I didn't know whether there's something that I could say out there and, you know, make them valid. But since you say them as a parent, I'm thinking, oh, okay, so I wasn't too far off there. That's right. And again, okay. just looking at the mountain as a journey or roadmap, the, um, matter is just kind of map out the road, the path. You create a sequence of some steps getting there. There's that song by, was it Mary Mary, that song, or Kirk Franklin, that song, There Will Be Mountains That We All Have to Climb. Do you remember it? Yes, I remember that. Yeah, the Mary Mary. Oh, that's there Mary Mary, right? There will be mountains that I will have to climb. Okay, hold that yeah, thought, I, because i got to go on break, but I want to hear that because I love that song. Yeah. Thank you. We are with Dr. James Bruce, who is talking to us today about life. It's like climbing a mountain. We'll be right back. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Our nation's educational system is undergoing constant change as technology and society are redefining the system as we have known it. On Chalk Talk with Eric Hamilton, we provide parents with the resources they need to understand and become a part of the educational experience for their children. Through engaging guests, news, interactive discussions, and innovative ideas, it's everything that parents should know about school. Tune in every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time for Chalk Talk on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in every week for the Wellness Lounge, a step further with host Desiree Watson. Our program empowers you to incorporate a wellness lifestyle into your life. Supported by a diverse selection of guests, including physicians, athletes, and education and government professionals, while helping you realize the connection between mind, 
body and spirit. You'll achieve a personal edge in injury avoidance, stress management, and personal development. The Wellness Lounge, a step further, airs Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to the Dr. Stem Show. To reach Dr. Stem or her guest, please call into the show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you prefer, you may send an email to drstemmolatini at yahoo.com. Now, back to this week's show. Dr. Bruce, those breaks sometimes come just when you're getting, you know, when the conversation is getting to be great, interesting. So I know we were talking about uh, the mountains in a song by, you corrected me and said it was Mary Mary that had sang that song, right? Yes. It was a beautiful song. I love that song. So it sounds like... The mountains have been mentioned in quite a few songs. Yeah, in this song they sang, there will be mountains that I will have to climb. There will be valleys. And then then there's the the main part of the song that says, I just can't give up now. Yes, yes. Where I started from. Nobody told me that the road would be easy. I don't believe. He brought me this far to leave me. me. And so I say to the young people, when you're trying to get that job, trying to get that promotion, you fill out the application, and you, you may hear the old thing, don't call us, we'll call you. No, no, yeah. no, don't give up. You call them, and those employees will see your persistence. They say, this guy, he really wants to climb this mountain. He really wants to be part of this team or she. And then, and believe it or not, they will call you. They will call you. If you really have some skills or something, it shows the interest, uh, you'll be there. You'll be included, definitely. And then there was another song that says, um, uh, another a gospel song, a uh-huh. songwriter wrote, he prayed, he said, Lord, don't move my mountain, but just give me the strength to climb. Oh, wow. Yeah, just a nice song. Says, don't, move, don't move my mountain, but give me the strength to climb. And that's how we should approach um approach life and approach our goals. Yes. Know, it might be a test you may have to take. Might you have to sit for two, three, four hours and not to be frustrated. Oh, it's so much. Don't move the test. Just give you the strength to, to, to go through it. You know? Um, That's what a lot of young people are lacking these days of having the strength and, you know, the persistence, the determination to go through what they have to go through to get what they want to get out of life. Yes, and, and as I said, offered in the song earlier, and say, your, your, um, your determination, well, is your, your persistence, your determination, that's what's going to keep you on that path. Yes. And it, it encourages it, so don't doubt, don't fear, don't fret, and don't fear. Because your destination, you must see yourself already there. A point I made earlier, again, whatever your goal is, you have to see yourself in that position. So if you're striving to be married, see yourself married. See yourself in your home. See yourself oh, no. in the We're talking about teenagers. Don't talk about them seeing themselves married because that would be another problem we <laughs> have, a, Doc. Doc, <laughs> Doc, as you say, 
that's another topic. That's another show. <laughs> I know, because, you know, they'll be like, oh, Doc, remember you were saying I should see myself married? No, you're yeah. a teenager. But yeah. for the parents, yes, because yeah, we have parents that are yeah, listening yeah. in, so that's good. In years to come. So, you know, for that book, your book, for those of you that have just joined us, we are with Dr. James Edward Bruce, who is the author of Life is Like Climbing a Mountain. For people to be able to understand your book, does one have to be a mountain climber? Absolutely not. Again, I think just to really understand the book, although the book offers more detail about the topic we're sharing today, is that um, just understand if you think about mountain, whenever you hear mountain, think about uh, a journey. Think yes. about a goal or a dream or uh, an aspiration or something you want to achieve. And along with that, there will be challenges. There's no mountain that, um, you know, that's, that's smooth sailing, as they say. Um, there will be challenges. As I said earlier, there's peaks, there's hills, and there's valleys. So even climbing up the mountain sometimes you might have to go up and then go down a little bit. Sometimes you may have to go back all the way down to get your uh, perspective, get the right perspective of that mountain and right. all the tools that uh, you need to climb up. The analogy when I'm talking about my book and, and, and sharing that, the analogy that I use is that it's like climbing a mountain unprepared. So we, mm. so you, 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 doctor, the two of us, we decide we can go up to climb Mount, let's say Mount Everest, okay? And we yes. said, we're going up, we're going up. So we climb up, and we'll get to a point where we'll say, where are we? Because we'll be blocked by trees or rocks or whatever. He said, where are we? Oh, you say, no problem. You said, I'll reach into my pocket and get my, you know, uh, compass, you know, mm-hmm. directional thing. Yes. And so you start reaching, and guess what? You don't have it. You said, oh, my goodness, I forgot it in the, inside the car. So guess what? We have to turn around, go all the way back down the hill or down the mountain. And that's how life is sometimes. You, sometimes you have to start over again. Yes. You know, I know for some young people going to college, sometimes you may have a really good uh, first, second semester. And then the third semester, when they're introducing that new math or that mm. new science, and mm. that, uh, th- that, that real difficult English or the, the thick books about, you know, Socrates and you can't understand it or that Latin. And you say, oh, my gosh, now you might slip a little bit, but it's okay. So you slip that and you get your, the right tutors, the support that will move you forward. So so you and I now have to go back down the, the uh, mountain, get the compass, and start all, all over and get the tools and the resources that we need to uh, get to where we need to go. You're right. And, you know, for, for the parents that are listening out there today, as well as the teenagers that are listening, I know that sometimes this relationship between parents and teenagers or between the teenagers and other adults with the, the teachers, the employers, people in the community, it can be very strenuous sometimes. It, it's, it, you know, it's something that is difficult for you to get through. But what happens is Dr. Bruce today has told us that those are some of the mountains that you have 
have to understand that sometimes you have to find a way to get along with those adults. You have to find a way to get along with those teenagers. But most of all, the parents, you have to believe that these teenagers, they can hear you. They understand you. Because many, at the end of the day, they look at their children now who are 22, 24, and said, oh my God, how did you get to do so well in life? Because I never thought that you would get here or you would do so well. And yet, at that point, some parents have got high blood pressure. They have, you know, other illnesses because they've been so worried. They've been so much onto their teenager, not knowing that if they relax and be able to, you know, talk with their teenagers, one of these days, one of these days, you'll be able to see that young man, that young lady, doing you so proud, so proud that you never understand how it happened. Is that um, a true aspect of uh, being a parent, Doc? Because I know you are one. Right. And again, it goes back to the thing you pointed out earlier uh, about shared, um, you want to share the journey or share the dream. Where do they get the book? Because I know I, I, I forgot to ask you that. Where would they get your book if they wanted to buy your book, Doc? Yeah, that particular book is um, published by Arthur House. Um, there's a website and there's a, a bookstore. Also, you can visit any bookstore and ask oh. for that title. And it's available in more than 25,000 bookstores across the country. So you can just walk into a bookstore and ask for that title or by my name, by name, and they'll key it up on the computer and you can place the order and it'll be shipped right to you. So there you have it. If you want to get more information on life, is like Climbing Mountain, which is a great book that you and your children can read and actually understand some of the difficulties that go between the parents and the teenagers or that you might wonder if your teenager has got any goals, if they have any dreams, you know, get them that book as a birthday gift rather than give them a hundred dollars. That will be helpful because then they'll get to read that book and understand what it is that they have to do. Mm -hmm. Now, Dr. Bruce, how can your book help someone achieve their dreams and goals and aspirations now that we're talking about them buying this book? Okay. In Chapter 11, mm-hmm. I created what I call a, a strategic roadmap, not a simple map. It, um, again, addresses all the who, what, when, where, how, and why. Yes. And, and, and the book is designed so you can fill in the blank. And so the very first question in the chapter is why? Or the first question, I'm sorry, is what? What is your mountain? Yes. To begin to find what is what is it that I want to do? What is my dream? What is my goal? And write that down. So if you want to gain weight, lose weight, get a job, change <laughs> careers, weight. buy a house, whatever the case is, <laughs> that becomes their, um, their very first question. And so yeah. you have to get the book to uh, finish up the line. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if you go through that exercise of that strategic roadmap, by the time you finish, you'll certainly be helped as to reaching your goal. You'll be surprised. You'll be amazed how crystal clear and um, defined your goal will be. And do you have a website? Because I know in your biography we also talked about you being a guest speaker that you do travel around the world. We talked about you you know, having impacted 60 countries. Do you have a website that they can go and book you as a speaker? I do. And the website is uh, www.nsep. N is in there. It stands for Next Step Enterprise Business Solutions.com. 
Okay. Can, can you see that website again? Yeah, Next Step Enterprise Business Solution. And, or you can abbreviate it with just the letters. N is in Nancy, S is Sam, E is in Elephant, B is in Baby, and S is in Sam. Dot com. And if you're like me, you go into Google and you type in Dr. James Bruce, or you can just type in Life is Like Climbing a Mountain. Trust me, somewhere, somehow, it will lead you to that website. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, because they, you know, sometimes it's like, what did he say? So if you do it that way, you'll be able to get to that website. Yeah. You know, I, I, I had a quote. I'm, I'm called the quote lady. I, I love quotes. So when I'm talking to the children, you know, to the teenagers and the children that I work with, most of the time they, they always go, oh my God, there you go with another quote again. Let me share with you some of the quotes that I was going, you know, through this week as I was thinking about life is like climbing a mountain. You know, what both the parents and the teenagers need to do with their lives so that there's peace and direction and maybe less, you know, problems between them. The Dalai Lama, says people take different roads seeking fulfillment and happiness. Mm. Just because they're not on your road doesn't mean they've gotten lost. Mm. Isn't that powerful? That is very powerful. Extremely powerful. And that really seems to relate to the, to the um, parent and the teen or their child. Because if if the child is not thinking the way that you're thinking, if they're not doing things the way that you're thinking they should do, it doesn't mean that they've lost. They're lost. It doesn't mean that their life is not going to be a great life, or they will not make you proud, or they will make you embarrassed. Mm-hmm. It just means that the roads are different, and the way that they will do it is different. Trust the pace, and trust that you're being, you know, you're doing the best that you can as a parent. The other quote that I went through, it says, don't mix between my, this is now a teenager talking, don't mix between my personality and my attitude, because my personality is me, and my attitude depends on you. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Isn't that powerful? That is very powerful. Yeah, because who they are as a person, that's them. But then when you're talking about a teenager's attitude, that's now an adult or a parent's attitude. That's now somebody else that is determining what your attitude is like. Wow. So, Doc, any words of wisdom as we come to a close of this wonderful segment that you gave us today? Life is like climbing a mountain. Yeah. And I would just repeat the words of the song. Life is like climbing a mountain. There are peaks and hills and valleys. There's no hill too hard to climb. No valley too low to find. Mm. If you believe, you will achieve your life's mountain. Even before you set your journey, you must believe you can achieve. Your dreams, your goals, your aspirations, that they will be within your reach. If you believe, you will achieve your life's mountain. Excellent. Dr. Bruce, I want to thank you so much for being with us today. And I bet you will come again and, you know, talk about something else because I know we had a lot that we didn't finish, right? That's correct. But yeah. It was very exciting. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And just to, um, to the listeners out there, just be encouraged. Set your goals. Set your plan. And move forward. 
Excellent. And just to wrap it up between the show that we did last week and the show that we did today, I say to all of you that are listening today, from every wound that you've endured in your life, there's a scar. And every scar that you have tells a story, a story that says, I have survived. So make sure you turn your words into wisdom. And remember, life is like climbing a mountain. You can get that book from Dr. Bruce from any bookstore. Until next time, stay connected. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Stem Show. Please join us next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, and 9 p.m. GMT on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another enlightening show. Have a terrific week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericaempowerment.com.